tuning in to the online broadcast network. AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries. And your number one source for after show entertainment. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing after shows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! <laughs> Steven in the booth, man. You really like that one, jamming out in there. Welcome, After Buzzers, to another Stalker After Show here on After Buzz TV. If you haven't already, subscribe to that YouTube channel, youtube.com slash TV. Look us up on iTunes, SoundCloud, all that good stuff for some other After Shows, including this one. Uh, tweet us uh, at After Buzz TV or our Twitter handles, which you can find on the screen below there, using the hashtag ABTVStalker. I am Cameron Lewis. This. And hey everybody, I'm Anastasia Waller. What's going on, Anastasia? Yeah. What's going on? It's been a while since we've been on the same program. It has been a while. It's been a few weeks since we've been back together. Uh, I feel better about it now because I feel like uh, I haven't been stalked alone. Yes. It's legitimate. This this show has been doing like not good things no. for my brain in terms of, hey, I am going to walk out to my car after we finish the show here, and things are going to go south, potentially. At least you're a guy, though. I feel like there's more cases surrounding girls. Yeah, you know, that's true. Um, but in the case of last week, and we'll get into this week's episode in just a second, but last week's episode, we actually have a comment tonight to read at the end of the show. Okay. Because last week's uh, soccer was a male, and uh, we had some fans that were pretty happy about that. But why don't we hop right in uh, to tonight's episode, number 14, My Hero, Anastasia. First thoughts, just... First reaction to this one. This is, so we've seen a bunch of stalking episodes, but for some reason, I really felt this episode. I am, you know, I'm engaged. So this girl at the beginning where she's getting proposed to, I was like, oh my gosh, I went yeah. freak out mode. Um, and then to have her fiance, what happened to him in the episode, burned alive, I just... Oh, I just like felt oh. it more than any other episode. I felt really connected to this one. Yeah, I would agree with you. Um, because it was, it seemed kind of like a normal everyday thing. You know, we see Dave and, and Nicole at the beginning of the episode. Like you said, there's a proposal. They're going Santa around Monica the pier. pier. Yeah. They're going around the pier. All of us here in Southern California, uh, have done that. Yeah, that's and, like a total first date place to go. Right. You know, first date proposal. You see it all the time mm-hmm. there. Uh, and they're hopping around, having fun. They're going to the, the, what do you call, what do you call the thing? What the merry-go-round? Yeah, the, the merry-go-round. Carousel round. Carousel round. Um, yeah, so they go eating to that ice thing. Cream. They're eating ice cream. Then they get pickpocketed. We've all had it happen. Well, he proposes to her first and the ring's too big. Yeah, okay. Well. You didn't notice that, that as okay, much, yeah. but I noticed but it. Is because- that an actual thing? It's kind of a thing. It actually happened to one of my friends. So, guys out there, get the ring size. And the ring size... But doesn't that get kind of like the... the, I'm with Dave. He wanted it to be a surprise. I would want it to be a surprise. It ruins the surprise, but if it's too big, it can honestly be really hard to resize. I'm telling you. Oh, wow. Cameron, The things we learned by watching this show. Yes. I tell you. So, yeah, we see the ring is too big. 
you thought probably that was going to ruin everything. <laughs> but <laughs> over. You're like, this relationship, Dave is going to end up stalking her because she's ending it now. <laughs> um, but no, they, they were going around. They get pickpocketed. Uh, the ring disappears. Mm-hmm. And uh, Dave goes after this guy. Which, by or the way, girl. guy or girl, uh, or guy slash girl slash, you know, whatever. <laughs> um, I, now, what do you think of that? Would you go after the guy who just stole the ring or a girl? Would you go after the person? Yes. Who just stole the ring? You would. I the reason why again I'm a fiance so I I really connected to this episode but not only is the ring expensive no matter what your budget is it's always a sacrifice to purchase a ring but it's also sentimental that is the ring I mean she he wasn't going to get a new ring he was going to get that resize so he had proposed with her that is the original ring for the rest of his life the love of his life so it's all of that emotional attachment so I would absolutely my first reaction would absolutely to run after that person and he probably thought it was a random young kid. I mean, the pier, there's young adults there. There's kids hanging out. That person looked a little bit short, so I, uh-huh. I could see going after that so person. So he thought, hey, this is probably not actually like going to be as year harmful. Old. Okay, I can buy that a little bit. Mm-hmm. I uh, am a wussy in that sense. <laughs> I would not go after it. I'd think, okay, okay uh, but cut my losses $10,000, you wouldn't run after that? No! $10,000 of my life... <laughs> Like I want to be alive to marry but you're my fiance. In a family environment, you're not thinking. Oh, I don't know. You, okay, honestly, Cameron, someone takes ten thousand dollar ring. You're just like, nah. I would not go after the person. <laughs> I legitimately would not. Um, again, I'm not saying that's right <laughs> or wrong, but like, I would be like, I. Fair enough. Uh, and she, but she said yes, so <laughs> maybe I would. Maybe I would. I don't know. <laughs> It depends on how the night went before. You know, like, <laughs> did she say you... yes? Did she say no? Okay, so what if someone attacked your fiancé? Would you just let them Well, attack? no, that's different. <laughs> that's different because it's like if somebody steals your car, uh, you don't go after them, you know? As long as the people are safe. That's, that's what true. I That's what I care about. Would I? Oh, come on. <laughs> come on, Anastasia. All the ladies are just like, never mind. They just, They're tweeting they us, just, hashtag yeah, ABTV, they just, hashtag Cameron is a wuss. <laughs> yeah. What the heck? They didn't even save it. They just crossed it out. Never mind. <laughs> Never mind. Oh, my gosh. Um, so we see Dave. We see him uh, and, and Nicole. The, the ring happens. They go to the police. Um, Dave, after he follows the person, ends up in a house of mirrors, which, by the way, not a good sign. No. It's never good. Why but, do people – Do you? is that something you would want to go into voluntarily? Never. Me neither. It always, it's always in a scary movie, The House of Mirrors, but I would never go in there. No, that's a terrible... But I did go into the haunted house at Universal Studios. Did you do that? I have, yeah. Okay, we did that. Yeah. I did not chase after my fiance in there, though, or the ring. (laughs) I just kind of went in there, and that was stupid. Yeah. Um, I, uh, so Dave goes to the police. Uh, Nicole's with him. We find out they both have exes. Mm -hmm. They got together. And they broke up with their significant others to be together. Mm-hmm. So initial thoughts, okay, it's one of these two. That's what the police are thinking. That's what Jack and Beth are looking into. Revenge stalking. Janice is looking into revenge stalking. Ben's in the back like, what? Mm-hmm. Perry, where's Perry? That's my theory, at least. <laughs> um, and we find out a little bit about them. We're introduced to the exes. What do you think of the exes? Were you suspicious? Were you suspicious of Mike? Um... Let's get to what was the first ex's name? 
Uh, uh, let's Stephanie. see here. Stephanie Beekman. Beekman. Were you were you suspicious so, of Stephanie? No, I wasn't suspicious of her. Based on um, what they gave us in the show, it just kind of seemed like she was bitter. She was talking about, oh, she's much prettier and this. Yeah. And so I could I could see that. Uh, Mike was a little suspicious. I have to say, yeah. Mike was a little suspicious. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit on the suspicious side with especially Mike. when um, uh, Nicole was saying that he was possessive and controlling. Yeah, that's pretty much a red flag, like <laughs> yeah. in every sense. Yeah, like he was controlling. He was the possessive. Is like he's going to come after me. Yeah, type. jealous. That that kind of leads to stalking in a way in some cases. I think. Um, so we're we're introduced to them. Mm-hmm. I again, I don't know that. I was necessarily like, hey, they did it. But I was suspicious of Mike. Right. It was too early, though. Um, we're partying on the beach, bonfire mm-hmm. time. Uh, this is... I, I like beach bonfires myself. Me too. But I don't know, Anastasia. This is making <laughs> me look at it a little differently now. Um, first of all, Dave, for all you Daves out there, <laughs> if you're being stalked, don't, don't volunteer go anywhere by yourself. Right. Man or a woman, doesn't matter. Don't go anywhere by yourself. Don't go into a dark tunnel mm-hmm. at night. So Dave goes out to get more alcohol. He volunteered to walk by himself at the beach Dave, at night. Nice little sweet Dave, mm-hmm. who we are all in love with at this point. Uh, he steps through the through the tunnel. We we see he's he's looking at his shoe. Something sticking yeah, on his shoe. Starts, Something's weird. Right. He starts stepping on something, and at first I was like, "Why is he looking at his feet? He's at the beach. That's ocean water." Duh. Yeah, yeah. And then I was thinking maybe it's blood. Maybe he's he's like right. stepped on blood. Right. And like there was going to be a body in there somewhere. And like <laughs> we'll find out. That's that's yeah. I kind of thought that too. And but I mean, I didn't really know that anything was going to happen there. I thought it was he's going to get scared. All I was thinking is like, man, I would be booking it through that thing. Right. The if opposite way. Yeah. Like, I would be out of there. Right. At the first sign of anything. Like, if it was a bird in there, I'd be Because gone. you're already being stalked. It's, this isn't the first time that right. someone in a hooded black outfit has approached you. Right. And, and that's exactly what happened. The other end of the tunnel. Mm-hmm. We see somebody, again, man, woman, we don't know yet, in a hood. Hooded, a hooded figure. I mean, look at our logo here. It's <laughs> all over this. the place in this show. Um, steps through the tunnel, lights a, a lighter, and throws it down. And we find out that's a flammable liquid of some sort. Right. And Dave, I couldn't fire. believe that's another first impression. I could not, well, second, believe that he died. <laughs> yeah, I uh, because we don't see that a lot throughout the series no. where someone actually dies, someone that's being stalked dies. No, I mean even when it happened, and that was a commercial, that was an act break mm-hmm. where Dave catches fire. He's running around on the beach like crazy, yelling, yeah. and he falls down. And he was at the ocean. And he was at the ocean. I thought for sure he's running to the ocean to make a break for it. I don't know how close he is to the water, but he, there's like a he's there's at probably the ocean. a shower or something because they have beach right. showers and stuff. So he falls to the ground, cuts a commercial. I'm thinking, okay, we're going to come back. We're going to find out David's He's in the badly hospital. injured. Right. He can't give any information. They go in there to talk to him. He can't give any information. Mm-hmm. Uh, no. They say Dave didn't make it through the night. Sweet, and this, lovable Dave. This is the part that really broke me in this episode, the fiancé in me. Oh. She had to watch Dave burn to I, death. Yeah. That is... Oh. That really traumatized me. Ah. Uh, that was... And the fact that they held her off. 
Yeah. From doing and, w- and what could you do? I mean, you they didn't couldn't. have, there, there was nothing. You couldn't jump on that person. You, they had nothing. They had no water on them. Yeah. There's nothing you can do. You, yeah. There's like sand won't do anything, I assume. It's probably not. Oh, yeah. That was a rough scene for me. It was hard. It was harsh. Uh, and I hope, you know, that was probably one of the darker scenes we've seen mm-hmm. uh, in the show. The first episode of the series, we see the liquid on the car. They light it up. And that was terrifying. But Just, this was a person on fire. Mm-hmm. Dave, we love you. Come back from the dead in another episode. Did they do that? <laughs> I don't think they do. Anything can happen. They should do that. Um, so, yeah, devastating for Nicole. They uh, they start looking into things a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Who could possibly, uh, who could possibly be behind this? They well, do a little dig, and what do they find? They find out that well, we know that Nicole's a lifeguard. Yeah. They've mentioned that already, but they found out that one of the um, someone had died on her watch. A kid, yeah, a little boy named Pedro. He's twelve years old, and he had drowned. Mm-hmm. Um, and his father Juan and Isabella they ended up trying to I think it was were they trying to sue her or sue the city they were trying to sue uh, they were the trying city to sue, well she's a as an employee to of the it, city right. she's, yeah attached and to they ended up losing because they ruled it as an accidental death yeah and so then they were the um, Janice and Dylan oh D- Jack yes Jack Jack yeah yeah end up going to uh, speak to Juan yeah. to interview him. And, and Juan was uh, kind of like, get out of my place. Mm-hmm. Turns out he has a little history of arson. Right. Was uh, in jail for three years for that. They threw that in there to make us, you know, go, hey, uh, Juan Could be it. him. Um, but yeah, I mean, the and parents. And his wife weren't together anymore. Suspicious, yeah. And they were both, you know, not a fan of Nicole. They definitely saw this as a negligent thing that she did. Um, so it was natural for us as viewers and natural for them as the police in the show to think, okay, maybe they did have something to do with it. Right. And now that was, they were, they sat on that for a while. Like we, I feel like they really wanted us to think that because that was a good, probably half of the episode. Was, Especially the mother too, when they finally got to the mother. Yeah. But that was the whole red truck thing because, mm-hmm. uh, earlier on in the episode, Dave and Nicole say, three or four weeks we've been going out we've been going on dates to the mall whatever and this red truck has been following us and it's been weird uh and turns out after they go and talk to juan they talk to is it isabella i think it's mm-hmm. isabella uh they went and talked to her and we find out hey she's driving the truck and she has been following nicole Right. And she's following her because she just wants to know if Nicole's happy. She basically feels like Nicole doesn't deserve happiness because that's what was taken from them, her son. So I felt for the mother, too. I did. Yeah. I mean, it's a little bit, it's a little odd that she was following her. And that's a weird way to cope. But it it makes sense if you think about it through the mind of somebody who's been through that. Right. And I Um, I feel like in that one scene, though, when she was getting questioned by Beth and Jack, that Beth and Jack were almost, they felt for her. Yeah. But at the same time, it was kind of her... I don't want to say fault. It wasn't anyone's fault because it was an accident. But they were almost looking at her as like... Because she said they couldn't afford child care. So she had her boys come there. So I yeah. felt like they were almost looking at her like, hey, this is part of your response. It's your, ultimately your son. Right, right. So. Which, I mean, I, I wasn't there. I didn't see it happen. But yeah, that could have been it. Um, 
Yeah, so uh, they talked to her a little bit, and uh, this at this point, Trent, and we'll get into Trent and Amanda and that whole thing in a little while, but um, Trent is part of this investigation, mm-hmm. and he is saying, hey, we have enough to, to pin this woman. She's been following him around. We He's got pushing it. it, too. We got it. He just wants to close this thing. Mm-hmm. He's tired of working with Jack. And uh, Jack says, "Hey, no, this is this is not this is not what's happening. She she has a lot of guilt for what happened, and she's pushing that on her, um, and that projecting was, it on Nicole. Yeah, and that was like okay, that that kind of made it make sense. Jack to me. could relate. Yeah, <laughs> Jack. Wow, uh, pushing out the truth to Trent there. Mm-hmm. Um, what do we have next? What happens after uh, after all that went down? I think Nicole. We see Nicole in." Uh, her house. In, no, in her... Is it in her house or in the... Oh, yeah, you're right. Yes. Or, no, no, no. It mm-hmm. was under the pier. Oh, Under Mike. the pier with yes. Mike. Oh, my God. Okay. So she's still lifeguarding. She didn't take any time off after her fiance uh, was burned. Which, by the way, take some time off, guys. If Just take some time off. Yeah. In general, take your vacation days when you have them. Yeah, she went happen. right back to work. Come on, Nicole. At night. At night. Um, and like she said, there was only hundred or so lifeguards for forty mile stretch of that ocean front, mm-hmm. and uh, she hears a noise when she's going out. Well, she—I don't know if you if you caught this, but I realize this now. But remember, she was on the phone with Zoe. With Zoe, remember when she left, and she's like, "Oh, I'm just p- packing up my things." Oh, blah blah blah. Really? I'll see you. Yeah. And then she hung up the phone, and then she went out. I did not catch that. Yeah. So Zoe oh. knew her whereabouts um, because she got really close to Zoe after her. Yeah. Zoe kind of stepped up and was really there for her. So she hung up the phone with her and she starts walking back. And then it went from evening to nighttime really quick. Yeah, it, did. And it was like uh, her face is really bright. There was then, no, yeah, there was boom. no sunset that day. Uh, no. And she hears something underneath <laughs> the pier. And this part, kind of like I'm just like, yeah, I'm like, seriously? Yeah. Nicole. Yeah, that was a little stalked. bit like. You're pretty. You're Australian. <laughs> For me, and again, we're both super fans of this show, mm-hmm. but as super fans, we're allowed to point out this type of thing. For me, that was probably, that was borderline unbelievable that somebody yeah. would do that. I don't, I don't think, I mean, I understand that sometimes it's like, okay, I need to find out what it is. Because that's like, it's like human nature, you know? But not after your fiance right. just burned to death and you've been going through some stalking incidents. Right. Not yeah. after you literally witnessed your husband on fire. Right. I mean, um, even like we book it at yeah, nighttime. Yeah, right. Yeah. Right. Um, so they go under the pier, or um, uh, Nicole goes under the pier, and Mike pops up out of nowhere. Behind her. Boom, there he is. And he says, hey, what's going on? I want to talk to you about whatever. And it's like, okay. At that <laughs> point, I was like, all right, Mike, you sketchy character. I thought it was Mike at that point, too. Yeah, Why especially when he he's like, no, I'll take care of it. I'll go under the, I'll go <laughs> under the pier, man. I got it. <laughs> and then it was like, after he went under there. And then she's like, Mike? Yeah. Mike? I'm like, Mike. go the other way. Like, do you not have a cell phone? Call the cops. Yeah. What are you doing? You're on a beach. There's like thousands of cops around, right? Yes. God. Nicole. Stressing us out. Sense. She's so, Australian. That's why she didn't know. Yeah, she's like, uh, Mike. Uh, <laughs> Mike. That's like the least. You can't do an accent with you Mike. No. <laughs> um, but uh, so Mike goes back to the police station. They take him in. They question him. Jack's like, what are you doing? What happened, man? 
Why is the bump well, on your front of your forehead and not the right. back? Because he said that someone came and, and hit him from the back. And that's when I was like, Mike. He did it. We were like, he banged his head on the mirror. Yeah, he just went under there. Now, I wish that if that truly happened, like, we, we could see, like, a behind-the-scenes shot of him going under there and be like, <laughs> you know, like, on yeah. the... Oh, man. Take 50. <laughs> <laughs> Mike. Um, yeah, so Mike, you know, at that point, I was pretty sold on Mike being the one. Uh, mm-hmm. Because, you know, he's bumping his head around stuff. He's he's, he's kind, kind of, of creeping around. Right place, right time. I don't know. It was a little weird. Um, and that's when the house happened. That's when the house happened. You're right. They say, hey, you know what, Nicole, this is getting out of hand. We're going to assign a unit to your house. Your friend Zoe's going to stay over. She's going to take real good care of you. And uh, they're hanging out, watching a movie. Go upstairs. Right. What happens, well, Anastasia? Well, Nicole says, Nicole's like, okay, I'm going to go try laying down. And you and I in the room when we're watching this, we were like, okay, Zoe's acting weird. We're like, is this bad acting? Is she a twitched yeah. out character? What's going on? We saw her look kind of frantic. Yeah. Right? So she goes upstairs. <laughs> it, was like, it wasn't like, uh, Nicole, I'm I'm here for you. I hope nothing bad happens like this to you again. It was yeah. like, hey, Nicole, <laughs> yeah. where are you going, Nicole? It's going to be a good night, I promise. I'll stay there. It's fine. Yeah, she it's called like, oh. her bed a fort or something. <laughs> yeah. She's like, I'll just stay in my I'll bed keep fort. keep my fort down here, Nicole. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. She wanted to be invited up to the room, <laughs> for sure. Oh, gosh. That's so creepy. And I just want to give a shout out to this Australian actress because she did a really good job with, she was so emotional the entire episode. Awesome. The one who played Nicole. Yeah. I don't want to say that she looked terrible, but she looked terrible, but in a good way. I was like, how did she get her eyes so puffy and red? Yeah. Yeah. Great method Um, acting. (laughs) Totally great method acting. So Uh, she goes, Nicole goes upstairs. The woman who played Zoe. Also method acting. Yeah. So good job. <laughs> Zoe's just a crazy person as it turns out. But yeah, yeah, she goes upstairs. She goes upstairs to get into her nightly routine, wash yeah. the face, do all that stuff. And she noticed, well, we noticed the cabinet move a little bit. That was the first weird thing. Yeah. She didn't see <laughs> that yet though. And then we noticed the lights go off in her room. Yeah. And then I kind of, this part kind of was blurry for me. Did she see something like a shadow, no, she, or did she just hear something? She heard it was like the lights went off, and it was like Nicole, and I was like whoa, <laughs> whoa, and then she like ran out and was like Zoe, germs. And then it. whenever she ran downstairs, Zoe came out of nowhere. Oh, okay, because when she was running, it looked like she was running from like someone was the way she was running was like someone was chasing her. Yeah, it, it kind of seemed like that. Well, I guess she thought whenever she heard her name that somebody was in the bathroom, obviously. Right. Uh, and so she was bolting out of okay, there. Okay, okay. Uh, and then Zoe appears conveniently and says, well, what's going and on? And then she could be the hero, Zoe. Uh, ran out. Anyways. She they told do her to call some, the cops. Uh, they do some digging in. They do some digging in to cops Nicole come. a little bit more mm-hmm. uh, after they after they uh, finish that situation. Well, they, they go through the house first, remember? They go oh, through the yeah, house, yeah, and they find they they went back old oh. school, back to the first episode where the guy was in the ceiling. This time they found this discovered a floor fort. Uh, she was in her fort. Yeah, in the floor. you know, the thing about that Anastasia is like, I you know it's it's already creepy enough with these situations like going to the pier and somebody stalking you, going to a party and somebody stalking you, being at a wedding and having somebody mm-hmm. stalk you. 
but in your own home. I know. Like the the thought of somebody having like a little cubby where they're just watching you, where you feel the safest in the bathroom. In the bathroom of all places, not the kitchen. That really like chills me. Mm-hmm. It's it's very uncomfortable. Like mm-hmm. I'm not okay with it. Burning also not okay with. But yeah. that's like that's a definitely like a different level of of scary and creepy for me. So they find uh, Mike's lighter under there. Remember they found the lighter that had the MH initials on it. So then we went back to Mike thinking that maybe it was him. Mike Harris. Yes. And so they brought Mike back in to question Mike. And that's when he told them that he was being set up. Yeah. And uh, at that point, I didn't think it was Mike. Yeah, I thought he really was being set up. I uh, the lighter thing, like Jack said, like they pointed out, too obvious. Yeah, it was too obvious, and too it convenient. was led. I think that was the word they used. They were led to find the lighter. Yeah, yeah. Which uh, interesting strategy. See how it works out for him. Zoe was good. Um, Zoe says, "Hey, you know what? I'll take care of it. You come stay with me a little while. We'll be fine." Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, Zoe. Crazy person. Mm-hmm. She walks Nicole out to the pier, says, let's get away for a while. And then what does she do, Anastasia? She gets on her knees. Her was weird, Cameron. So she tells Nicole that she's there for her, and she's just coming off as a really great friend at first. And while this is happening, simultaneously, they're back at the police station or the threat whatever unit. Threat assessment, yeah. Yes, the TAU. <laughs> and they're looking through Nicole's victims, you know, people that she had saved, not all victims, but people she yeah. had saved or people who had drawn on her, her lifeguarding job, yeah. Right. So we're watching this go on at the same time and they flash back and Zoe tells um, Nicole, I love you. And Nicole's like, oh, thank you. You're such a great friend. And, like, me and my girlfriend say I love you all the time. So, I'm like, like, love you, girl. Love you. So, and uh, Nicole just kind of says thank you. But she she has that stern look. Thank you. I appreciate this. But Zoe's not letting it go. She's like, no, I didn't say I love you. I said I love you. It got, like... That situation sounded too familiar. It went from zero to a hundred. It went from zero to a hundred. <laughs> Real quick. Real quick. <laughs> Real freaking quick. <laughs> it did though. It was like, yes. oh, I know. I, I love you. I know. I love you. And it and was I, like, okay, well. I couldn't relate to that situation whoa. because it never happened, but I have a lot of girlfriends that we say, like, love ya, like I said, and I was thinking, oh my gosh, how would I handle that if that really happened? Or even for you, like, one of your friends. doesn't have to be, to like, guy before. to guy. Oh, it's happened to you. And every time I'm like, well, fire doesn't sound too bad now. <laughs> no. It has happened. It's a weird, it's yeah. a weird thing. Um, yeah, so I feel for Nicole. Yeah. It's creepy. And at that point, she's like, all right, Zoe, you Nicole starts putting it together. Are she the finds, one. yeah, well, oh, we can't forget this. So Zoe gets down on her knees and she actually proposes to her. And yeah. I, the way that she's proposing and talking to Nicole, as, as, it's as if she thinks Nicole wants the same thing. She starts talking about the ring and says, I knew it was too big. I knew you were a vintage girl. Yeah. And I mean, was she really expecting that Nicole was going to well, say yes? I think that, and the, they've explained this before a little bit. Um, that's just part of the whole delusion of, of Sokin. Like last week, uh, in the episode, the news, I think it was called, we had, uh, a soccer who thought that she was in a relationship right. 
with because that's that's the uh, situation she had painted in her mind and so that was kind of the similar situation here like she Mm -hmm. was pretty convinced when she got down on one knee that that nicole was gonna be like all right yeah yeah let's do this even though she said i know my timing's not great right which is like yeah it was like dave was just in the way yeah i felt so bad for nicole because it's like your fiance died first of all you were stalked to begin with Mm -hmm. you guys felt like you were followed for three weeks then your fiance dies. Not only does he die, you watch him burn to death. Mm-hmm. Then uh, you're stalked a little bit more, and then you're stalked in the comfort of your own home, and then somebody leads you to appear and proposes to you, Not and you somebody, find your out that that's your stalker. And it's your, your friend. friend, and you find out that your friend killed your fiance, and then she's like, uh, "All right, well, well, she uh, start, she tries to run away and." Thankfully, there was a, a not thankfully. Unfortunately, there was a random knife. Yeah, which you uh, said was there a, for convenience. Well, there's a lot of fishermen at the pier. I don't mean to get tactical, but <laughs> so there's a random knife at the pier, and she uses it to put it to poor Nicole's neck. I mean, how yeah, much can this but, girl go through? Right. It's like Nicole, you need to take that vacation we were talking. She's about. She's going back to Australia. She is. Yeah, not- she's like <laughs> you Americans are like, whoa. Yeah, y'all are crazy people. Um, but long story short, they saved the day. Jack, Beth, the right. gang. Well, I like in. how they try to do the whole romantic, we're going to jump together. Zoe. Yeah, well, you're, we're going to be together, and we're going to be together forever now. And we're going <laughs> to do this together. And yeah. It's like, whoa, that just got really insane. Jack pulls uh, Nicole or uh, Zoe off of the uh, yes. off the ledge there, and, and that's it. They take her away. Um, hero stalking. Hero stalking. That's the that's the big case from, from I don't this want week's a hero. Episode. I don't want a hero if that's what's going to happen. I don't I definitely don't want that kind of hero. No. Uh let me remind everybody to go to iTunes and subscribe to the podcast. Uh rate us five stars if you're there. Comment. We love the comments on that thing. Uh YouTube, youtube.com slash afterbuzztv or search it on YouTube. Stalker. Comment. We're gonna read those in a couple minutes. Share it with a buddy. If you subscribe on iTunes, we'll pop up on your phone. We will stalk your phone. <laughs> uh, and tweet us at AfterBuzzTV and our own personal Twitters at the only camshaft and at, at underscore Anastasia W. Using the hashtag ABTVStalker to let us know what you thought of tonight's episode. Now, we had uh, a little bit of exposure, I guess, uh, in Beth's life in this episode. Not mm-hmm. quite as much as we've had in the last couple uh, no Perry appearances, no Ray appearances in this episode, but we uh, we see a little development. Getting little updates here and there. Yeah. They're so, all filming something else. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, and, you know, you can't really, like, heavy hit everything in every episode. Right. Because uh, then it gets a little a little dull. But So Beth is kind of in a place where she, she knows Ray's in town. She's pretty convinced Ray's in town. And she seems kind of confident. She doesn't seem too worried. I feel like she knows how to handle Ray. She would prefer yeah. if, you know, he was in his institution. Right. But I feel like she knows how to handle it. Because when she got on the phone... She sounded pretty confident. Yeah, I think so. so. Uh, and then that's not to say that she isn't worried, but I think she's coming into it with a certain amount of experience, like mm-hmm. you said. Unlike Perry, where it's like, I don't really know what to expect from mm-hmm. this person. And the fact that they're doing this together now, it's a whole different ball ballgame. Um, again, last week, um, Janice, Jack, Ben, they all know about it now. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and so they've they've done the best to support. And we see Jack at the end of the episode coming in and saying, "Hey, so Beth, so cute. I know you said you didn't want anybody to come over tonight, but I'm here. I needed company tonight. He brought movies. He brought movies and every kind of food, sweet you can and salty. Uh, and we'll talk about our predictions in regards to those two in a few minutes. <laughs> uh, also, an update in the Amanda Jack Trent Ethan love triangle." Square. Um, love Square. I guess Ethan's that's true. in there. I love Ethan. <laughs> um, so it turns out Ethan is having, this Friday, Ethan is having a party, having his friends over, and they, they and want to introduce him to Jack. To his dad. So cute. Which is great. And Amanda invites him. Right. Uh, which is sweet. That's opening another door in their relationship. Mm-hmm. Uh, but doesn't tell Trent. Yeah. Which, uh, what were you thinking about that? Because I was thinking from a relationships perspective, it's like they've been dating for a while and usually share everything. So the fact that she just forgot, I was like, no, girl. If you choose, if you make that conscious choice to not tell somebody something that seemingly doesn't even matter, that's not a good thing. But it kind of is a big deal for her because every step and every invitation to let Jack in is a big step for her. Right, and she especially didn't tell. It is a big deal. It is a big deal. But I mean, like, it, Trent already knows about the situation. Mm-hmm. Like, he's already accepted the fact that Jack is going to be in Ethan's life. He's he's accepted that. He's working with that. So really saying, hey, you know, Trent, I, I asked, I'm going to ask Jack to come over Friday. Ethan wants his friends to meet him. That, I think, would be... He'd be like, okay. Mm-hmm. You know, but the fact that she chose to not say not. anything... I think and you're then, right. I think that's pointing a little little something out. Then she forgot about their plans. Yeah. He was yeah, like, that's we a had big, plans. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and when a guy says it, because a girl always has plans. I feel like if a, if a girl says that to a guy, that's <laughs> yeah. like normal. But if right. a guy has to tell you we had plans, <laughs> right. then the girl really messed up. Right. Yeah. It's so true. <laughs> Um, I I was I was uh, mad props to to Trent, giving mm-hmm. mad props to Trent because oh, yeah. he at the end said, you know what, we had plans like you said, and also said, hey, you know, when I go home at night, I have a tough job. When I go home at night, I want that part of my life to be easy, mm-hmm. and it's not easy right now. It's complicated. I know. I I even as a, a girl, a lady, I give props to Trent too. Gotta that he was strong props. enough to walk away from that situation. Absolutely. Oh, and you know, I, I I wasn't a big fan of Trent before. Really? I thought I kind of thought he was a little bit of a. Uh, I like Trent. Jerk, He's professional, so to speak. He is professional, and I'm kind of getting that. I'm I'm starting to like him. I certainly like him better than Ben. <laughs> we know. We all know. Uh, why don't we go in a little news and gossip? Let's do it. After Buzz TV news. For news and gossip tonight, we're going to read your guys' comments on the YouTube video from last week. Thanks so much for commenting. Jan Venice, regular fan of the show. Thank you for watching. Uh, said, love this episode on After Show. Didn't really have any hunches. That's interesting. Just took it as the episode progressed, actually. Uh, and said it was a very interesting prediction about Perry. Last week, Teresa and I predicted that Perry would die by the end of the season. Ooh. Uh, by Ray's hand. It's a really dark prediction, Cameron. I know. Uh, Anastasia, can you read the comment by Bray Braille? Yes, Bray, I think Bray? it's Bray Bray. Bray Bray. I believe that Ray is going to try to <laughs> set Beth slash Michelle's house on fire so he can save her again so she can fall in love with him, but instead Jack is going to save her. That Good is one. like, that's a mad prediction, Bray Bray. Thanks so much for commementing. Fragger Girl 10 prediction. I believe Perry and Ray 
will start off as a tag team, but then things will become too much for Perry. Ray will try to get rid of him, and Beth will end up saving Perry from his own bad decisions. Oh, my gosh. Ooh, that that's be, a good one. I'll tell you what, Fraga, Fraga girl. girl slash Bray Bray. If those aren't in the show, you guys should become TV writers. I was thinking the same thing. How about one for Master Let's Keith? Let's go. Okay. Perry. When he stalks, he likes to get under his victim's skin. Every time Perry is near Beth, he cannot get under Beth's skin. But Perry realizes the only thing that shakes up Beth is this man from her past, Ray. Oh. Thanks for the uh, comment, Master Keith. Uh, and last one from Ray Nikita. Prediction: Ray is going to kill Perry. That's a good. That's another Boom. great prediction. Which is what Teresa and I were saying last week. Thank you so much for your comments. Keep them coming uh, at AfterBuzz TV and on YouTube, on iTunes, any way you want to get those to us using that hashtag ABTV Soccer. Let's do our predictions. Ooh. Yeah, we have to do the Jade dance. Jade dance. Yeah, since she's not here. <laughs> okay. Anastasia, hit it. Well, these predictions were so great that I'm like, I, I predict what they predict. <laughs> but seriously, I kind of predict what they predict. And I, I like the whole thing about Perry um, dying, you know, Ray, Perry getting in the way. Yeah. Ray's probably like, Perry, you're an amateur. Get out of here. Like, leave this to me. I'm the real mental person. Yeah. So I could see that happening. Sure. And I'll just add in addition that I think I said this a few weeks ago that I think, um, Jack is starting to fall for Beth. Yeah. I think Beth is starting to fall for Jack. But I think that Amanda is also going to start falling for Jack, just seeing how he is around Ethan and just knowing women the way we fantasize about a family and that's the <laughs> father's yeah. son. Yeah. And so I then I feel like there's going to be a weird thing and Jack's not going to want to mess up again with Amanda. So he's going to try to not hurt her feelings. But, I mean, Beth doesn't show a lot of feelings. So well, that's... That's my prediction. I think it's a solid one. I think it's a solid one. I'm going to reaffirm uh, with, uh, let's see here, I think it was Master Keith and Ray Nikita who said that uh, Ray is going to kill Perry by the end of the season. I'm going to stick with that one. Uh, definitely Ray Nikita. Uh, you and I are on the same page. Okay, Ray um, Nikita, by the way. So Ray on the show and then Nikita, Maggie Q. Yeah, it's a good name. Very creative. <laughs> <laughs> um, I also, I also agree with your prediction, um, that there's gonna be that, that conflict. Um, Jack is gonna start falling for Beth. Amanda's gonna be into Jack. I think at then the end of the day. Out- he slept with Janice. Gonna, oh, yeah, oh my god! Then they're gonna oh, go in on it together. And then they're gonna find out he experimented with Ben. I, I don't know. I don't know. It was a weird night. It was Hero's the night they came over for games. It was odd. Ben um, said, "I love you." He didn't say I love you. Took him to the pier. Uh, there was no fire. Thank God. Um, no, but I think that uh, it's gonna come down to a point where he has to choose Amanda or Beth, and I think he will choose Beth, even though he wants to choose Amanda, possibly. I don't know. I'm just going to throw that out there. Mm. That's about it, though. I think that's it for my predictions. And that is it for us tonight. Anastasia, tell the folks at home where they can find you on the social medias. You guys can find me on Twitter at underscore Anastasia W. You can find me on Instagram at Anastasia Waller. And I have a blog, www.stayclassyanna.com. Great blog, by the way. Thank you. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at The Only Camshaft. And thanks so much for joining us. We'll see you guys next time. 
Executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff. We would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.